time for the Tech Mobility Show with Ken Chester. Ken is a veteran journalist who doesn't always color between the lines. So, here he is, the host with the electrified personality, Ken Chester. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. <laughs> if you know, you know. This is the Tech Mobility Show, the program for mobility and technology news, information, and perspective. I'm Ken Chester, and let's get started. On the docket. Welcome to Where the Adults Play, Mail-In Diecast Racing. It's a thing. I'm excited. We'll talk more about that in our next segment. Why Maui? A perfect storm, years in the making. As terrible as it is, folks, they knew. We'll explain that, too. Finally, a look at women in trucking. Not as many behind the wheel, but plenty in the front office and in the warehouse and in the C-suite. Women are running things in trucking, and that number is growing. We talk about that, too. To add your voice to the conversation, be it to ask a question, share an opinion, or even suggest a topic for future discussion, as one of our listeners did recently for this week's show, call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline, that number, 872-222-9793, or, if you prefer, you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show, and that's talk at techmobility.show. You can also reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Good Pods, and even LinkedIn. We are there. And if you miss a show or you want to hear it again, we got you there too. We've got two podcast streams, the Tech Mobility Podcast and Tech Mobility Topics, either of which can be found pretty much anywhere you enjoy podcasts. And I want to make this special plea for those of you that do watch our YouTube channel, please. I'd like you, if you could subscribe, it would really help us. We're trying to make a number and we need your help. We're trying to make a thousand. We're at 763, I think now. And we'd really like to make a thousand because it will make a difference in what we're able to bring out for you. So if you do check out our YouTube channel, uh, please subscribe. It would really help. Thank you. From the Tech Mobility News Desk. You knew this was going to happen, so let's talk about it. Ford Motor Company has developed its first off-road EV, and it's not a pickup truck. We're not talking about the F-150 Lightning. We're talking about they have a version of the Mustang Mach-E, and they call it the Mustang Mach-E Rally. I'll be curious how you feel about that. It's in the news. And they said that this is their first production intent EV geared for gravel and dirt. And they just introduced it at the Goodwill Festival Speed in England. That's according to Automotive News. They said for the first time that a Mustang will be actually able to gallop beside a real Mustang. Oh, that's cute. Ford said it will open their order books for the Mach-E Mach -E Rally this fall and offer the vehicle initially in the U.S. and Europe. Ford did not say when deliveries of the Mach-E rally will start. Right now, the regular version of the Mach-E is available in 40 global markets. I'm not really sure why Ford felt they needed to do this. I mean, you got the F-150 with all its capability and it's electric. You'd think that would be enough. Or you might even take a look at a traditional uh, SUV and as you migrate those to EV status, which is going to happen in the years to come, that would be fine. So my question to you, listener, would you buy a Ford 
Mustang Maki rally? And if you did, would you truly, honestly, completely take it off road? And bigger question, why? What need is this car actually serving is my big question. You know, just because you can do it don't mean you should. And I'm trying to figure out what the market is for this. And Ford does this from time to time. All I'm going to say is Ford Flex and the first generation uh, Lincoln Aviator. Those were two vehicles looking for a market that I never really understood why they were. And as it turned out, they weren't very long. Do you remember the uh, Lincoln uh, Blackwood? Bet you don't. 11,000 units they tried to do. There's no word yet on Maki e Rally's technical details such as drivetrain layout, charging times, and range. And according to this article, engineers will have their hands full readying the Maki e for off-road duty on gravel, dirt, and rocks. Uh, dirt, rocks, mud, water, all enemies of electric vehicles. Definitely not the thing you want to get into. And if you're going to take this off-road, what are they doing exactly? Are they elevating it? Are they giving you added uh, articulation, which is what I would expect, which would not necessarily be a bad thing. But again, why? This thing already sells at a premium. This is going to be premium plus. You know, I, I just I still just don't get it. Let me give an example of what's still before the engineers. They have to assure that the floor mounted battery pack can't easily be damaged by rocks, logs, and other wilderness obstacles. Because remember, most electric vehicles built today are built in a skateboard format. That means the battery pack is the floor, meaning between the ground and you is the battery pack. And the last thing you want is that to be punctured, damaged, or otherwise compromised off-road in heaven knows where. Which is the other thing. Are they going to increase the range of this? Is this going to have extended range? If you're going to build it to be off-road, I would want extended range. And extended range to me means more than 300 miles. Really, 350, 375, 400. And maybe even some charging mitigation stuff beyond regenerative forces like maybe some kind of solar built in. Or something that will give me a few more miles. If all else fails, I can limp out of there wherever I am. But that's me. And this is not, those are things that are not part of this article, but questions I would ask. I would expect uh, the vehicle to sit hot, even higher. And for the record, for you to sit in a Mach E, you are going to be from the bottom of the car to the bottom of the seat is a foot and a half. That is a lot already. For this to be even taller could cause some challenges getting in and out of it because it'll be really too tall. For a lot of people, but not tall enough for a running board. So there's that too. Questions. I just got questions. If that's not enough, the motors, battery, and power electronics have to be kept cool under extended duress, not during quick blast of acceleration on the standard marquee. If you take this off-road, you are looking at slow-going obstacles that you have to get over, uh, Less than favorable temperature situations. Again, as an issue for EVs, your battery has to be kept at an optimum temperature for it to work. What happens when you're in situations of extreme heat or extreme cold? What kind of battery conditioning will they have to engineer into this one that they don't have in the standard one? Questions. I got questions. But my big question is, would you buy one? Would you buy one? Moving on, another story. Here's a company you've never heard of launching the largest U.S. all-electric vehicle plant. 
And this plant will be online before Ford's Blue Oval City, by the way, for those of you who pay attention. The name of the company is called Allying Electric, and they are building a 900,000-square-foot facility in Joliet, Illinois. And this plant will be exclusively dedicated to the production of medium and heavy-duty commercial vehicles and is strategically located about an hour from Chicago. The quiet storm that's going on as everybody is looking at the tsunami of EVs coming to the marketplace is the tsunami that is already engulfed commercial trucking, particularly in medium-duty trucking and heavy-duty trucking. The revolution's already underway in medium-duty trucking. I can count five to ten companies building EVs for the commercial truck market in class four, class five, class six right now. Medium duty. A lot of what you call vocational trucks like garbage trucks and dump trucks, construction equipment. All that stuff's getting electrified as you're looking at both ends of the spectrum. You're looking at the light duty part, which is getting all the news. The heavy duty part, which is making some of the news. But the middle market where Lion Electric is, yeah, there's a lot going on. Way more. Than either end of the market. There's a lot of players in this market building EVs right now. 900,000 square feet, and they expect to produce 2,500 all electric school buses in that plant by the end of this year. Lion Electric ain't trying to be there, they're there. And they will, they will be hiring, if they're not in the middle of it now, 1,400 skilled workers. I said Joliet, Illinois, in case you were wondering. It ain't down south. It's roughly, as the crow flies, five hours from where I'm standing. Joliet, Illinois. The intent is to build the next era of transportation in the Midwest, geared towards reducing carbon emissions, enhancing regional economic prosperity, and advancing sustainability in America. They plan to build Lion Electric's Type D school bus prototype, and it should be it should debut later this year. 2,500 electric school buses coming probably to a school system near you over the next couple of years. They expect to get that done this year. That plan is up, folks. It's called Redline Derby Racing, where adults race dice cast cars. You're listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, 
I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Follow us.